doing a series of podcasts that are addressing online selling of stolen goods, organized retail theft, shoplifting, the whole whole package. This is one of those videos. If you've bought something online from either Amazon, eBay, Facebook Marketplace, you, you might be contributing to this epidemic of shoplifting, you of, of organized retail theft. If you got something that was too good to be true, if you got a $300 coat for 50 bucks with the tag still on it, hmm, hmm, yeah. Are the police going to be banging on your door to say, hey, you bought the store? No, no, they're not. No, they're not. But this has become such an epidemic and it's so easy for these criminals to do what they do, which is have people steal for them. They put it online. And if there's little heat on their store online, boom, they take it down. You can see how, how easy this is. And you, the consumer, think that you're just a genius shopper. What's going on with all this? Let's get into it. Here we go. So the name of the article is you could be buying shoplifted stuff on Amazon, eBay, or Facebook Marketplace. I think everybody is kind of aware of this, but probably not to the extent that you're going to be in just a few minutes when I tell you how much stuff is being sold online that is probably stolen. It is significant. It's like, oh, hey now. And maybe when you're purchasing stuff down the road, you kind of think through that. If you're an honest individual or you just want the deal, you got to kind of judge how that goes, right? Because I think we've all bought stuff online where you're like, mm, uh, I mean, I think it, I think it's mostly legit. Actually, I don't really care because I got such a good deal that I'm willing, I'm willing to take that risk. Because what is the risk? Again, is the cop going to knock on your door? Mr. or Mrs. Whatever, we're going to need you to put your hands behind your back and we're going to have to arrest you because you, you bought a blender that may or may not have been stolen. It's not happening, right? Executives at retailers like Target and Walmart are raising alarms about shoplifting in their stores. And you may have unknowingly bought one of these items when you shopped online. Uh-oh, uh-oh, it's hitting home. It's because criminal enterprises are selling over $500 billion with a B in stolen or counterfeit products through online marketplaces like Amazon, Craigslist, eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Across the globe each year, these are the Prosecutors Alliance of California, an advocacy organization that promotes criminal justice reforms, and they estimated this in 2022, $500 billion in stolen or counterfeit products. How do they figure that? They must extrapolate that from whatever data they've got and go, well, here's how big the marketplace is. It's XYZ percentage of, of, of that. And, and, and. If, if this is true, if the 500 billion is true, that would mean illicit goods account for up to 10% of the total e-commerce market. 10%, one out of 10. <laughs> you know, that, that's roughly what 10% is of the total e-commerce commerce market is illegal. Is illegal. So odds are you've either bought something counterfeit or you've bought something stolen is what they're saying. Is that is that true? I don't know. I don't know how they measure these metrics. But what's happened is, remember during the pandemic, 
well, I can't really go to the store anymore. I don't want to go out. I, I don't want to see anybody. I just want to hunker down and, you know, I hope that the Rona just, you know, whooshes over me and I don't get it. Everybody bought everything online. I've got so much stuff in my house. I don't have a lot of stuff in my house, period. But what few things I do have, so many of them came from the pandemic. Somebody bought something. Oh, I'm not using it. I've got a treadmill. My neighbor was giving away an exercise bike this past weekend. I almost took it because it was free and I just wanted to try it. But then I'm like, I don't need one more piece of crap in my house that I'm not going to use. I only believe in keeping stuff that I use. So I, I just don't, we all have a bunch of stuff that we don't, we don't use, right? Well, we bought so much stuff during the pandemic that that became a way of life. And so now these, these organized retail theft operations know that such a big percentage of shopping is done online that, you know, they've got a built in marketplace. A couple of spike in shoplifted items with the rise of online shopping in recent years. Do you think those two correlated? Do you think the defund the police and, hey, we're going to give everybody a green light to do little, you know, we're going to run through towns that, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get out this message of whatever it was that Black Lives Matter and Antifa were getting out. And uh, we're, we're going to do this by, you know, bashing in stores, setting towns on fire and, you know, all that good stuff. At that time, that's when you started to see this really accelerate, right? It really accelerated. And it's possible you could be one of these unwitting customers buying shop, un unknowingly buying shoplifted items. Given the sellers often appears legit and the goods are often sold at discounted prices, many consumers are happy to do business. Absolutely. You know, that could be stolen. Yeah, I don't care. I got such a good deal on it and I have it. It's mine. Don't care. Prove that it's stolen. That's what a lot of people's attitude is, right? Prove that it's stolen. Well, okay. Are you happy with that? Are you happy knowing you bought a stolen good? Well, yeah, because it was such a good deal. Rather than being driven by a surge of one-off thieves, this is not, and that's why it's organized, right? It's organized retail theft. Even if the person you're seeing come through appears to be a one-off thief that's going to sell it for their next fentanyl hit, right? It has to do with that process. And oftentimes they are stealing for somebody else that's fencing the goods. I talk about before the Ship Canal Bridge encampment here in Seattle was, was cleared out. And uh, Jeremy Harris of Como said he had a conversation with the guy. His one thing to do each day was to go to Target and steal some stuff that he could sell so that he could rinse, repeat his, his fentanyl, his fentanyl habit. You see it in video down in Portland all the time. They'll question folks that get caught shoplifting. All right, you know, what are you using? And they'll say, fentanyl, I'm doing the blues. And, um, and they're like, okay, so you understand that a lot of this organized retail shoplifting that we're seeing, it's because of folks like you stealing to support their drug habit. And they'll go, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, who doesn't know this? Whereas most folks think, well, they're just stealing because, you know, it's a crime of opportunity. And then you'll have people like AOC saying, well, it, it, it's a crime of need. They needed that 70-inch television in their homeless encampment. She didn't say that last part. She said the first part, though. Experts say organized criminal organizations are largely to blame and are hurting not only the businesses they steal from, but the legitimate online sellers that they're competing with. And that's getting murky. My last podcast literally was Amazon sellers are being taken down. They're losing their stores because they are 
unknowingly or unwittingly selling stolen goods. Again, it goes down to you got to know where your stuff's coming from. But if you got a big store, online store, you could be selling millions and millions of goods. And if Amazon says, well, but this supplier is known for selling stolen stuff, we think you're selling stolen stuff. You can get caught up in that, right? Check out my podcast on that one. So this is a professional criminal, Jason Brewer, the spokesperson for the Buy Safe America Coalition, a lobby group for the retail industry, previously told Insider. They're not looking to steal food for dinner. They're not looking to steal baby food for their baby or something they need because they can't afford it. This is not a crime of need. This is a crime of greed, period. They are stealing specific items that they know they can resell online. When I first started podcasting and I, I was, you know, being sent all these articles and I literally had to, to, to take on this vortex of information because I didn't know any of these storylines. I'm like, what, uh, what you're talking about? What they're who <laughs> Soros, who <laughs> district attorney, what, what? That's literally what I did for months was just take on information, information, information. And one of those things that I had so, because I'm a real estate guy, that's my background. I I know real estate. I don't know about all this. Now I do. (laughs) And so one of the things that I was shocked about was, and it was just a head scratcher at the beginning was, okay, I'm seeing in all of these cities, they're locking up tied laundry detergent. What? Why? That stuff is heavy. It's in a big box. I mean, you got to carry. Why? Why toothpaste? What? What's? Why is the whole toothpaste section locked up? Because here in in Seattle, here in Bellevue, probably in Seattle, we had some of that going on. But at the time when I first first started doing this, we didn't have retail shoplifting the way it is now. Where stores in Bellevue, where I live, they lock a lot of stuff up, and I had to I had to work it out that that is a daily necessity item that has a really good resale value, and the thieves have determined, okay, if we steal you know big things of Tide, somebody's going to buy that because. Everybody wears clothes. They're going to wash clothes. There is a built-in market for necessities, for commodities that people use in their daily lives, right? So that that's where I was like, okay, but it's like 15 bucks. All right. And now I've realized, okay, it's 15 bucks and you sell it for eight. Somebody's still you know, saving that extra. And that, you know, if you're on a tight budget, that makes a lot of difference, a lot of difference. So, you know, that's how that works. And it took me a long time to figure that out. Like, okay, why Tide? You know, I got hung up on that. Spokespeople from both eBay and Amazon said the platforms do not allow sellers to list stolen goods and that they work with law enforcement to identify this. Okay, we're just, we're just, we're just saying what we need to say. All right, go ahead, spokesperson. You tell them we're working with the authorities and it's a no-no on our site to sell stolen goods. We all know that. It's a matter of how much can you actually police this? How much can you put? Not much. No, you're just not going to be able to because this whole thing is such a convoluted web of, all right, so this seller is buying from this person, this person, this entity, this other business, this corporation, and they've got stuff just whizzing through the site, right? I mean, just all day long. It gets drop shipped, it gets shipped, it gets whatever. You know, there's lots of different ways to handle that. 
So you've just got literally this labyrinth of transactions going on. If you throw in a, you know, 10% of the transactions are stolen, they're going to get underneath that radar, aren't they? They're just going to slide right under. A meta spokesperson said Facebook Marketplace prohibits the sale of stolen items and has specialized teams that work with law enforcement to respond to legal requests. The problem is, is Facebook, Amazon, you know, any of these things are so big and they sell so much stuff that a certain percentage is going to be stolen. And even if you have specialized teams, okay, they're going to take down a very tiny fraction of that, what we say, 500 billion. You know, they're going to prevent a few million from being, from, from, from being, they're going to catch a few million, 10 million, 20 million out of 500 billion. I don't know what the numbers are that they're going to, and they're not going to release those numbers because then they would have to recognize we're selling a crap ton of stolen stuff, which we all know is happening. We enforce our commerce policies, including reviewing complaints and reports against sellers and reports of stolen goods through our commerce review system, they added. While this review is largely automated, we rely on our teams to build and train these systems and in some cases to manually review listings. They'll look at companies. They'll look at whole companies and go, ah, no, beep, you're done. And, 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 and there's all virtually no ability for these companies to figure out which one of their stolen goods Amazon has, has accused them of, you know, stolen goods because the system isn't really built that way. Amazon's job is to sell a bunch of stuff, not be police for contraband, right? So they take, they take responsibility to a certain level, but it basically allows this, you know, the Wall Street Journal referred to them as, is Amazon the world's largest pawn shop? In July, a Tulsa woman pleaded guilty to her role as the leader of a 29-person retail theft organization. The group targeted stores that included Walmart, Costco, and Walgreens, and sold items through sites like Amazon and eBay, netting $4.5 million in sales, Four and a half million dollars in sales from stuff you get at Walmart, Costco, and Walgreens. That's a lot of Tide, isn't it? It's a lot of Tide. And by Tide, I'm referring to necessities, daily necessities, soap, toothpaste, laundry detergent, food, you name it. You know, anything that you need on a regular basis, they will analyze and look at and go, okay. We can steal, we can steal this. This stuff is super small and it's easy to, to steal. It always kind of surprises me when I go into a store and I'm like, okay, how come that product? I mean, I know that they have a reason for doing what they're doing, but I'm always surprised at which products they put behind glass and which they don't. Cause there's a reason they do that. And I'm always like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, I'm in a store where majority of the stuff is all locked up. And here I am, you know, I'm I'm in a quandary as to why that toothpaste versus that toothpaste is under lock and key. The whole thing just to me is like, this e-fencing, the selling of stolen goods online is not a new phenomenon. Organized retail theft increased nearly 60% between 2015 and 2020. The National Retail Federation found in a 2020 survey, costing retailers an average of over 700000 per $1 billion in sales. That, that's just not that much, right? It, it's not that that's less than 1%. In 2021, a law enforcement officer told the Wall Street Journal, 
that Amazon may be the largest unregulated pawn shop on the face of the planet. Uh Uh-oh, those. Those are words being slung out there, right? Largest unregulated pawn shop on the face of the planet. You ever been to a pawn shop? I have to get some of my own stuff back. Yeah, that was fun. It's going to cost me how much? What? Ugh. The the apparent rise in shoplifting over the past year, however, suggests the online selling of stolen goods may be becoming more common. Not shocking. In November, Target said it expected to lose $600 million in 2022 to inventory shrink when stores have less on their shelves than is recorded in their inventory, much of which is attributed to organized retail crime. The numbers that we're looking at here, I think, are much, much higher today because you've got a an entire system that's built upon people being able to run into a store, run out with big, massive carts. They've gotten so used to doing that, and they're not going to get arrested. They're not going to get prosecuted. They're not going to do any time that this has become a known way to basically supply your to fund your drug habit. That's what's going on. And yet people are like, no, they just need some baby food for their poor baby who's hungry. You got food stamps for that, right? You're already getting food stamps for that. So that argument is just, to me, is it's a no-go. Plus, like I said, do you really need a 70-inch television for your tent in downtown Seattle? Because that's where the dude was that stole the 70-inch TV out of the Target in downtown Seattle. Not far from where they throw the fish, a couple of blocks away. I mean, you literally could stumble out of the fish market up to that target and then, uh, you know, avail yourself of a 10 finger discount, you know, 70 inch television. Cause you're going to need 10 in, you're going to need all 10 digits to get that bad boy out. Cause those things are heavy, right? Even though they're now so skinny and so, so light relatively, but still you pick up one, ah kind of heavy. And then on top of all this, we've got this $1.7 trillion spending package in December that Congress passed. And it basically, the Inform Act will require online marketplaces to collect and verify the government ID, tax ID, bank account information of high volume third-party sellers. Those that make 200 or more sales or earn at least 5,000 in a given year. This doesn't help out the little shops that are being robbed from because by then it's already too late. And so, so you verify these stores. How are you going to verify whether the goods are stolen? Now, what we're saying is that, what we're saying is that at least you've got some ability to trace some of the stolen goods, who they went through. All right. But tell that to the store owner, tell that to the shop owner who's closing down because they've been robbed 14 times and they've lost XYZ in inventory. And they've also, the break-ins have also costed, you know, cost them 30 grand in broken windows, broken doors, you know, relocking, doing all that, you know, crazy stuff. You tell that to those businesses that are literally closing up shop. Well, you know, Congress passed that act where they got to take down people's ID and, you know, their tax ID number doesn't really help out, does it? And what I consistently say is the where you have to make a difference here, you have to arrest and throw people in jail and actually keep them there, prosecute them and give them jail time. Because that's the only way that you're going to send the message. It's the only tool you have in your arsenal. If you want to say, well, we, we, we want them to go down this other route, maybe go to a shoplifting class. 
Ain't going to do it. Only thing you've got out there to prevent any of this is jail time. People don't want to go to jail. They don't want to give up their freedom. But they're so whacked out on these drugs, they're willing to do anything. And if they can run into a store, rob the store, run out, why wouldn't they? Ask yourself that. Why wouldn't they? Well, because they know they have a moral obligation and that's not the way. They're on drugs, folks. They've passed all that way up. That's no longer on their their docket for the day. They're out to, to feed that addiction, and that's what you've got going on. So until you start addressing that, and if they're in jail, it's tough to get those drugs. Not, not impossible. Even in rehab, people get drugs. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, that, that, ugh, yeah. A lot of drugs in rehab because that's the one commodity that they need. Well, I'm getting through rehab. It's going great. Yeah, you get fake piss. It's a thing, right? All right. So what can you do? Don't buy anything online. Now, just make sure you know who you're buying from. Is it legit? Do they have a ton of reviews? Even then, like I said, there are stores being taken down that are un- unknowingly selling stolen goods. But bottom line is, use your common sense. Be reasonable. If the deal you're getting is too good to be true, it probably is. All right. We're going to have a link in the description. We're doing a one-month free membership of our private paid membership, and that is reasonabletv.com. We've got a bunch of videos on there. So if you are just jonesing to watch some more news for reasonable people, I think we've got maybe 50, 75 videos on there because we release two videos to the private channel a week. So there's eight a month of content you won't see anywhere else. So if you want to check that out, we're going to do a month. uh, Anybody who wants a month free subscription, we're doing that. Check it out. Give you a chance to kind of look at some of the content there. A lot of it is content that for one reason or another doesn't make it to other platforms. Know what I mean? All right. Thanks for being here. We'll catch up on the next one. Bye for now.